guys, it is episode 19 of the Bougie and the Beard podcast with Ty and Jordan. Woohoo! Yay, we're back. Yeah, we've been gone for quite some time, but we are back like cooked crack. Yeah, we've been gone for a minute, now we're back with the jump off. Okay, that one works better. I never really understood the back like cooked crack reference. Back like cooked crack? I've heard some rappers say it. I mean, it's a Fat Joe thing. Ah, did Fat Joe say that? Yeah. What's that? I knew it was a rapper. He was doing that for a minute. Back like cooked Coca. Crack. That was like his. Yeah, but back yeah. like cooked crack. I I have no idea. I'm not a. I've never I'm not cooked a, crack. I'm not a crack so, aficionado, so that's beyond my realm of no, nor, understanding. Nor am I, so maybe that's why. Yeah. That's but, why you can't repeat everything rappers say. No, you can't. I mean, we are back like car seats. I mean. We are also back like a spine. No, it's over. No, I was I was going. To I was go going through my fabulous seats. catalog of back references. Has he done that one? I he has surprised. done back like a spine. That's a terrible one. Yeah. That's not his greatest. That's not his best. That's not his greatest. No, it's not. You I gotta mean, know when to hang it up. Yeah, that's true. But like lynchings. Anyway, we're back. <laughs> I don't know where we're going with that. If we're, but gonna, I think do, if we're gonna do punchlines, then I think that that was a little heavy. Well, yeah, but to come back on on our hiatus. I think I think they know how we are. They know how we get down. They know that sometimes we're irreverent. We are wacky. irreverent, but we're also not freaking racist. I didn't say who. Okay. That was you making an assumption. Oh, all right. Excuse me. It's making an assumption about lynchings. Mm-hmm. Anyone could be lynched. Okay. Right. Sure. Okay. Right. Moving on. So anyway, we are back. We are. And we have missed some things. We miss you guys. I hope yes. you missed us. We yes. hope you missed us. Yes. Um, but we're back and we are gonna get straight into it because we got a lot to say. Um so in our time off, a lot of things have happened. First off, RP to Boy Prodigy. Um yeah. it's real you know, that was a real hard Peace one for done. me to, to take for, you know, was that a pun? Peace done? Peace done. I thought you said he's done. Oh no, that's too dark. That's way done. No, no, I okay. just said peace done. Yeah, so yeah, um, R. Peter Prodigy from Mob Deep. Um, that was he was uh, one of my guys. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's a good gonna, guy. Good rapper. Gonna Solid. miss his verses. Um, I actually found randomly on Spotify a Prodigy and Childish Gambino song. Oh yeah, I and you. it's freaking ridiculously amazing. Of and if it you is. haven't heard it, you need to go get it. Go do it. What's it called? I don't remember I'll because look it up because I you're the just, worst. I am the worst with song titles. I'm not very good with song titles. No, I but just some, know. I think in general you're the worst, or we're the worst, and that will reference things. And even though we have many computers in our hands, it could easily look it up. We're just like, oh yeah, guys, just check it out when you get a chance. Hey, it's not my job to do the research. Okay. If you recommend something, it's nice if you have the name of Childish it to share Gambino. With that's not the name and of the Prodigy song. Is probably the only song they've ever done together. But that's not the name of the song, Jordan. It is called. I'm what looking. are we looking for? I'm looking for the name of it to help people. Body. Body. Yes, that is it. Body. So look up body. Body by Prodigy featuring Childish Gambino. Yes. yes, that is the track. It's amazing. If you need a fix of Prodigy, if you just want to add to a playlist, definitely recommend that one. Yeah. Um. So yes, that is one. Two. R.I.P. To uh, Nathan Ellis from. <gasps> Damn, that just uh, True Blood, uh, A.K. Lafayette. He has three names. Yes, he does have three names. Um, the R.I.P. to Lafayette. You said Nathan? Blood. It's Nelson. Nelson, I apologize. Uh, Nelson Ellis. Um, Thirty-nine years old is way too young. And Nelson I'm, Ellis. Not Nelson me. Ellis. I'm yeah. reading that it was from Alcohol. complications from alcohol withdrawal. withdrawal. 
which I didn't even know you could be. I didn't know that you could be sick from that. Yes, absolutely. But I guess any kind of withdrawal you can get sick. I just know. I didn't know you could die from it. Let me just. Yeah, that that yeah, that could be a lot of things. Because I know that you know you can you have withdrawal from drugs and it can be really bad. Because think about it, it's a chemical imbalance now, and especially chemical dependency. Right, but when you go cold turkey, it's an imbalance. Because your body has become used to this substance that you're putting into your system. Yeah. So when you go cold turkey, that's why it's very dangerous to go cold turkey with, especially with chemical dependencies, because your body goes through a violent withdrawal because now it's not regular. Mm -hmm. Now it's searching for this agent that it does not have anymore. And especially if you've been abusing this agent for months or years at a time, to all of a sudden stop without a weaning process, it's a shock to the system. And unfortunately, it got to him. And that sucks. It does suck. Because I really... um, I didn't finish watching True Blood, as you know. Neither have I. I give up on shows. I was at the last two episodes, and I completely gave up. Oh, you might as well. It's two hours. I stopped like two or three I don't have the strength. To do it, it just got so bad, and I, I was really trying to be a completionist, but it just I you couldn't. owe it to him. I think I did. You made it pretty far to not. I did. I think I stopped like two seasons before it ended because I'm just yeah. like ah, and for that reason I'm out. I stopped when Stabler came on from SVU. He was actually decent on it, but, yeah, he, but it was his brief. time on it was very brief. Right. I remember when he died. I'm like, what? So he left SVU to do to like do a that, stint on and this, and that was it. Yeah. And then he was like in another version of Mr. Mom or some crap. You know, he started yeah. doing like anyway. But yeah, so. Uh, R.I.P. to him. Mm-hmm. Um, prayers for his family. Yes. 39 is way too young. Yes. His prodigy was only, what, 43? 43. Yeah. Sickle and that cell. was sickle cell. Mm-hmm. So. And also, I must mention this because mm-hmm. I'm law enforcement. So I have to You're say, not. I technically am. I wouldn't say that on the track. No, but I literally I work with, for law enforcement. You're affiliated with. Yes. So. You aid in it. Yes, I do. So, I wear a uniform. It has a shield on You're it. You're a civilian. I am a civilian. You know what I mean? I don't want there to be I don't claim. No, no. I don't claim it, like, proudly. But yeah, but I need there I to be, like, clarification people who may be new listeners yeah, and don't know. True. So, okay. So, yeah. Uh, either way. Right. R.I.P. to uh, officer, or now detective for first grade, uh, Mia Sothi Familia, who was uh, murdered uh, a week ago, almost, in the Bronx when she was at a post. Um, was gun- it around here? It was a, not that far from where we live. Okay, because I'm like, why are there so many cops? The, it happened makes- like maybe 10 blocks from where we live. Okay, that makes sense. And um, it sucks because it was unprovoked. It wasn't like a situation where um, where it was an assailant and they had any kind of like leeway. She was ambushed. Mm. And whomever was, like she was sitting in her vehicle, she was logging. Um, some some work or whatever, and this guy came up to her and just shot her. And it didn't matter whoever was going to be in that seat that person was going to get hit. And unfortunately, it was her um, mother of three. I think she was 40, I think 46, 12 years on the job, and um, it sucks, and it's really sad. And I know we talk a lot about, you know, police brutality and, mm-hmm. you know, we're BLM and everything like that, but that doesn't mean that we don't care when law enforcement gets... Um, murdered either because it's it sucks like I was because you know interestingly enough mm-hmm. where all lives matter talks about like all lives mattering when cops get shot they don't always say something especially mm-hmm. if it's like a black cop right. but BLM is actually is actually all lives matter you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. they support 
and they they feel bad when any life is taken, which is kind of how it, That's should, how it should be. be. Yeah. So and that when, was that was kind of what I was alluding to. Sorry. Yeah. No, go That's ahead. What That's I was what I figured. To. It's, it's just that um, when you see one funeral, you should see the funeral, and you should be able to cry at one. You should be able to cry at the other. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be a situation where one funeral gives you one reaction mm-hmm. and the other funeral gives you no reaction. Right. If someone was killed wrongfully, then they should have... They should be mourned. They should be mourned. Yeah. And they deserve it. Right. It doesn't matter what they were doing. It doesn't matter what kind of life they led or what they did that led up to their, you know, their their death. The fact of the matter is that whereas you have a victim of police brutality who's murdered, you have an officer who dies who gets killed in line of duty. Mm-hmm. They're both equally sad funerals Mm -hmm. and they shouldn't be so heavily politicized the way that they are now Mm. but unfortunately they are and it sucks because um this woman's leaving behind a family and just a lot of just as much as a lot of black people brown people any person who gets killed by officers while they're unarmed or with you know they have families as well and you know for me i would shed the same amount of tears for a black person that I would for an officer mm-hmm. and that should be universal and I think that's something that we have to start realizing that humanity isn't exclusive mm-hmm. and you know I just I couldn't you know I had to mention that so that's that's my dark I don't think part I'm not mature yet I while I don't I don't agree with any life being taken um I I'm having trouble, I guess I'm having trouble, like, separating what's happening to people of color and the occasional thing that happens to a cop. Not that I want that to happen to anybody, once again, I don't want to make it seem like that, but, like, I, I'm, I, I don't shed the same amount of tears. I'm sad. I think it sucks. I think it sucks for her as a person Mm -hmm. and as a woman, Mm -hmm. um, being taken away from her family but in terms of her being affiliated with with pd with law enforcement it's hard for me to be like i I feel bad because they're they're literally a gang i understand you know what i mean i understand what you're saying so like i said i don't want to seem callous because i'm not and if anybody knows me you know i'm not callous and i feel for everybody and everything but today i was just like I wasn't feeling it. You know, I mean, I feel, like I said, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for her as a woman, as a mother, as a child of God, you know, being taken from this earth. But in terms of, like, all the fanfare, and that, I guess that's also what... That's an issue for me. That's what pisses me off, I think, because that's probably what it is. And it wasn't until today where I realized it. So we live um, in proximity to, I guess, where the funeral funeral was being held because you said it was close to where she got killed. So I was going to the dentist, like I said, I was walking down. And they, we all had the right of way, but there were tons of of cop cars, some unmarked, um, some uh, marked, just like flying down uh, Fordham, East Fordham. Yeah. And, um... They were just, like, literally everywhere. And it wasn't just NYPD. It was, like, Mount Vernon PD. Yeah. And then Stanford PD. It's a show of force. Right. Yeah. And I think of all of them coming out to to lay one of theirs to rest. Mm-hmm. But we don't get that kind of fanfare when we're wrongfully gunned down. Do you right. know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I understand that we're not part of the largest, the largest gang in the world or the largest gang in the United States. Mm-hmm. 
but I it just like it's bothersome to me like I, I understand that you want to respect them and you want to um, show them love and stuff like that but we don't get shown that kind of love we our characters and our names get dragged through the mud on TV mm-hmm. or social media or they just look for a reason why like so that's why it's a little bit difficult for me so I can I can feel sad for her being a black woman a black mom and that happening to her but her her occupation doesn't make me feel any more bad do you know what I mean it yeah. kind of feels like it's never going to be level but I'm like at least it's one well, and I know I that's think, terrible I know but you, that's how so I feel I understand what you're saying let me attempt to clean this up okay because I know what you're saying right but you're not saying I'm what, not saying it well but I'm just, well. I'm just speaking it's about the results and mm-hmm. the follow up that's that's one of my favorite things to say follow up is key So, like, when something happens, you could react in a moment, Mm -hmm. but there's still work to be done afterwards to see what impact this event will have. So, for um, black people who are killed, you know, wrongfully killed by police. Murdered. Murdered by police. I'll say it. Murdered by police. The follow-up is no indictment. Or if there's an indictment, no... no, um, Charges. No charges, charges dropped. Right. No, no, um, conviction. No conviction. That's, That's what yeah. I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, no conviction. So, the result of police brutality against people of color is that it continues. Yep. Whereas the result of um, again, where result of violence against law enforcement results in people trying to make it a hate crime, where you kill a cop. Right. And that's the disconnect. And that's where I get upset when I try to kind of like, you know, I have these conversations with people at work. I have these conversations with cops at work mm-hmm. who, you know, I'm cool with, who I'm friendly with, mm-hmm. who don't really understand that, I guess, that um that conflict, that inner conflict that you're expressing right now. And they I don't, don't know how they can't, especially black cops. You know what I mean? So, because because you, mm-hmm. you've you always been black. Yes. You haven't always you've been a cop. never always been a cop. Like, for example, so we did, like, an orientation with um, one of uh, one of the lieutenants or whatever on the job for mm-hmm. the new 911 class that, that I'm instructing. And he just starts saying, you know what? You guys are blue now. And I'm like, no. No. And I'm sitting there just, like, like clenched fists because, trying he, to be respectful, he, but just, like, no. so very annoyed by... The notion that blue trumps whatever you came from. But you know what? Even it's even less so for civilians because mm-hmm. when you step off the job, nobody, nobody really gives, gives a, a damn. damn one way or the, another right. that you're affiliated. Right. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, oh, you're on the job. They're like, oh, but you're not really on the job. Yeah. So really, y'all aren't. It's not blue. the same level. Exactly. So mm-hmm. you're not blue anyway. Right. So either way, that's that's not relevant to yeah. you, you know? And it's really, and for me, it, it's difficult to have that um, that conflict yeah. of being black and working for blue. Right, yeah. And understanding that there is nuance between the two. Mm. And whereas other people just don't have that nuance. They don't have that, that ability to separate one from the other. It's either you're all in on one or you're all in on the other. And that's what creates all of the tension. tension. That's what creates all of the, the disconnect between officers and the community and between community and officers mm-hmm. where you only see the outside. You only see 
um, a black person or you only see a Spanish person or you see a cop. Yeah. You don't really see the person behind them. You don't see what they go through. You don't see their struggles. You don't see the humanity in people. And so when you remove humanity, you remove compassion. And that's where I have issue when I can cry for a um, Trayvon Martin. Mm -hmm. I could cry for an officer familiar, Mm -hmm. but there are people who are out there who can only do one or the other. Yeah. And that's where, for me, it's an issue of... um, well, when you want these things to stop and people keep saying, well, when will this end? It ends when there's some kind of accountability to be taking place. Whereas officers can come and admit, you know what? We've been wilding for a while. Let's try to fix this. That. Or where their community will go, okay, you know what? We're trying to get you to understand why we're in this position, why we do the things that we do, but you don't see us that way. You only see us as the enemy. Or you only see us as perpetrators. You don't see us as victims of economic structures that have been should have been put against us for years. Yeah, but you know? what you... And, and I understand that, too. And I do see it from both sides. I do understand that there's humanity in everyone. There's humanity in cops. There's humanity in, in people of color and everybody, right? Mm-hmm. But the problem will always be that our society doesn't... Our society paints people of color, black and brown people specifically, as criminals, as people to be feared, as people who don't deserve the rights that other people have. We get othered. Right. So, if if a a cop or if if a person is growing up within that system where they, in that society, where they're seeing black and brown people as others, when they become a cop, Mm-hmm. They're going to continue to carry those prejudices into their work. Yeah, you know what I mean. So when people are like, "Oh, we need to gut the system and start over and and you know, fire everybody who works there and hire a whole bunch of new people," unless we're bringing aliens mm-hmm. who have no concept of the prejudices that exist, the system is always going to be corrupt like this. Yeah. So, like you were saying, I think the only thing that could maybe help would be accountability, mm-hmm. but. The parameters for that would have to be set because body cams haven't changed anything. No. Dashboard cams haven't changed anything. Like there's right. no, you're you're reporting to oversight, who is also law enforcement. You know yeah. what I mean? So there needs to be like a civilian oversight mm-hmm. so that it can actually be checks and balances. Like in the government, there's supposed to be checks and balances. There's no checks and balances within law enforcement. And then there's no checks and balances when it comes to putting them on trial for crimes that they've committed. Right. You know, right. where, where they are killing people and getting away with it and get to retire on their pensions or get to quit without having to lose right. their benefits. And yeah. that's the part that sucks because where we are saying Black Lives Matter and we're not saying it in a way to make you feel uncomfortable. We're saying it in a way to get you to just understand that there's humanity in all of like us. Like, quick reminder, Black Lives Matter. Right. You it's know what not I mean? A, it's, not about, it's not about making anybody else feel insignificant. But less than. Or less than. It's about evening the playing field, just mm-hmm. like what feminism is, just like what any kind of issue that a group of people has that are disenfranchised have started yep. it's about equality that's all we're searching for that's all we want that's yep. all we are ever asking for we're not asking for people to die we're not asking for officers to die we're not chanting for that the ones that do aren't the ones that are about the message they're the ones that are about themselves yep. and that's where you have the people who say oh well, blm is a terrorist group but no you're only choosing what you want to listen to right there and you're not listening the, to the, the overall voice right you're only listening to the ones that 
are highlighted for you that are going to trigger you into thinking of what they want you to think. Because it fits the narrative. Right. So. So we are going to move on from this because one. Because that was not even on our He wasn't list. even talking about that today. But we had, you know, when the mood strikes. Yeah, exactly. So we actually wanted to talk about um, our boy Jay-Z. Yes. Um, he dropped an album about two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, for uh, colon four four. You're stupid. Okay. And um, almost this, a quarter to five. It's a quarter. It's almost a quarter to five. But so he dropped this album two weeks ago. Um, he the random ads for it were just so weird. Like it was just like every train in J Street just had four four four. Well, it is and J Street. We didn't after know. All. Yeah, I you know. Ha 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 ha. And then we didn't know what the hell he's talking about. And then later on, it's like, oh, 444 is the name of Jay-Z's new album. Right. And, and it's, it's like, interesting because okay. I don't know why he didn't do, like, a stealth move like Beyonce does. Uh, I don't know. You know? Because Beyonce, an album would just be on iTunes. It just she shows up. She doesn't announce right. anything. Well, on title now. Well, yeah. But you know what I mean? It'll just yeah. appear on the platform. Right. It'll just show up. Like, she oh, say surprise. Nothing. Here's Lemonade. Right. It's a random Tuesday, you yeah. know? But he, he actually did marketing, so I thought that was mm, interesting. Yeah, so um, overall, thoughts on the album, overall? I, I didn't give it as many listens as you did. No. Um, but I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I do like it. The production's amazing. No ID killed it. I, I've never even heard of him before. He's like his main producer now. Really? He's what Just Blaze used to be back in there, like... 90s does and he early has aughts. he done any other songs or not not any work with any other artists is what I no mean. ID I'm not so I'm only familiar with him when he pops up in Jay Z stuff so I don't really know what other production he works on outside of Jay Z okay I just know him for being Jay Z's main producer now well he's great I like yeah. his music uh, his style mm-hmm. um trying to think so it's interesting I didn't mean to cut you off no, but go it's ahead. interesting because there's um, samples that he uses mm-hmm. in this album. They seem like they're, like, sub-shots at Kanye. Mm. Because, like, Kanye used to be Jay-Z's uh, executive producer yeah. for a bit. And, like, uh, there was a couple of samples where it's kind of like, if you listen to the the, cho- the choices that he makes with the samples, like, whatever lyrics he's picking out, it's like, oh, you ain't never was good at this. You know, you was never good at this. But it was like, I can't remember the, the song. I think it was a... Um, you need to come prepared. I do. I totally did not come prepared. Moving forward, guys, we're going to be more prepared when yeah, we talk to you. Because we're, we're not great off the cuff. No, we are not great off the cuff. And I apologize. I'm just saying shit. Exactly. And I, you listen to the album more than I did. So I can't even tell you. I'm I just did. like, blink. Yeah. I'm like, I like the bomb song. The bomb song? There's a bomb song. It looks like Bam, but it's Bomb. It's pronounced oh, Bomb. Oh, 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 Not oh. Not Bomb. Oh, with, with, with um, Marley. Yes. Yeah, okay. Like the, you don't like that song that much, but I I'm like not, that song. I'm not a big uh, reggae guy. Oh, that's... Okay, okay. So it, yeah, doesn't, like, yeah. it doesn't drive me. I know it's... I mean, I know the people who like reggae love that song. Yeah, I it's, like that song. It doesn't work for me, though. I'm trying to think what else. Uh, I love the... Kill, I love Kill Jay-Z. That one, yes. Kill Jay-Z is freaking amazing. Like It's like... That is one of the more better opening track songs intro songs to an album I've heard it's a strong in a long time. it's a like it's very and it feels very much like older Jay-Z yeah you mean like classic Jay-Z classic classic Jay-Z, Jay-Z. He, this is older Jay-Z this is Jay-Z. older Jay-Z true so what I wanted to say about it is yeah. I love um the idea that this is a grown man album mm. and it's not like a grown man in the sense where he tried to like I'm grown but I'm still young at no. heart 
what he was trying to do with like MCMG and um no, uh, Manicotta Holy Grail. That's what I meant to say. What he What's tried MCMG. Um, is that another Maybach music? I think I was oh, saying oh, by accident. Okay. Um, but no, um, Manic Carly Hilda Girl was a okay Jay Z album, mm. but it was like okay he's older, but he's still like trying to party. And then I think um, American Gangster was also kind of like that, which I liked a lot. I liked it too. But it was also kind of like I'm older, but I'm still kind of party mode Jay Z. Or am I thinking of Blue Magic? Blue Magic is. So American, yeah. yeah, so I, I like that because it kind of corresponded with the movie. Yeah. So that's why I really yeah, enjoyed it's that a, album. I mean, it's the companion. Yeah, yeah. I enjoyed that. So this album is definitely like, I'm a father now. I'm vulnerable. I'm introspective. I need to, you know, be accountable for myself. And he's confessing about the affair that he had. Right. Um, During, with, you know, Beyonce. Basically, it's the, it's the one-two from Lemonade. Right. So, um... So yeah, so this was the album that I kind of expected uh, Kanye to put out when he came out with um, um, Life of Pablo, where it was like, okay, Kanye's a father, he has two kids, he's married, okay, this should be kind of like your, I'm an adult now, Right. these are different themes, but then he starts talking about banging models in their bleach butts, Yeah. and I'm like, and that's like the second track. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's just Kanye that we've always known. So I haven't listened to a Kanye album in a very long time. So I'm like, I'm done with it. So it was just like, this isn't what I'm looking for as a as an older hip hop guy. Right. I'm not looking for parties in L. A. I'm not looking for you know like like bombast. I'm looking for just kind of like chill out metal. I need to think about life music. And I think it's nice to have a mix. Yes. Because uh, Kanye isn't as old as Jay Z. No. Oh, I don't think anyone's as old as Jay Z. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kidding. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think considering everything that he and Beyonce have been through, it would be disingenuous for him to come out with another like. Um, yeah, I'm Jay Hove, and yeah. I'm gonna go to the four four yeah. club and pop bottles. And I'm gonna pull. Forty forty. Forty forty. Oh, 40, 40. I don't know any of this. No, crap. I know, but that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> yeah, if he if he didn't show any growth. It would be. It would be. I got a new vodka coming. Stop it! You know you don't do accents well, so stop it. I'm. I'm just saying. But that's this is terrible. The stuff he does. But that's not. That's not your it's lane. The rock. Stop it. In the building. It's not. Stop it. It's not your lane. I got the hottest shit in the game. Where am I chain? Um, it would not be authentic. No. Uh, and it would just make him look stupid. Like I think. Like I said, I haven't listened to any anything from Kanye album wise. Since eight oh eight to the heartbreak. Oh. Um. And I did not like that album at all. Right, but I'm I'm that like if, that's if how a, far behind you are. I'm I'm fine there. Yeah, that's fair. I'll abandon I'll abandon TV shows the way I abandon artists. I mean, the, I did our like our relationship ended. I did like Dark Twisted Fantasy. I think that's one what's of on his, that. Um, monsters on that. I don't even know that song. Um. Uh. I can't even think of other songs. It's been so long since I've actually listened to it. Right. Monster has is, is got Nicki Minaj, Jay, and... and nope. Okay. Um, it's, right. it's okay, but we're not here for that. Yeah. So anyway, not. finishing my sentence. Um, it's nice to see his growth. It's nice yes. to hear him be able to talk about things as a grown man, as, as a parent, as a husband, as, you know, a different stage in his life. Because a lot of hip-hop... Hip-hop is like Never Neverland where 
um, you're not encouraged to grow up. You're encouraged to stay young forever right. and keep that youthful mentality. Mm-hmm. And for Jay-Z to talk about actual themes and, like you said, be vulnerable and talk about issues in a real way, it shows that he left Never Neverland and is finally ready to grow up. And Not to say that he wasn't, but he's like talking about growing up through his music, which right. is authentic for us because we're older like we're not the same people we were when we first started listening to Jay-Z as as teenagers and whatever so mm-hmm. I appreciate uh, the change right I'm a fan yeah. I have to listen to the album again it's just because it's not uh, is it on I don't even know if it's on Spotify yet it's, but I don't think it's on Spotify I know it's on iTunes ah now, okay yeah because I we only had it the other way the less than legal the, way the, the the idol way right it was inconvenient for yeah. me to listen to the album the the light told right it needs to be it needs to be convenient for me to listen to it right so for me I like Kill Jay Z which is the opening track and the OJ Simpson song I like. oh um, and the, yeah, the life of OJ yeah um so yeah I like the Kill Jay Z song because it's basically him saying oh is it there no. oh it's basically him saying um you know. He recognizes that he's not who he used to be. Right. So he has to kill Jay-Z to be the person he is today. Right. And, you know, that it's means... It's like dying to self. Right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I like that song. I like the concept of it. I like um, The Ballad of OJ. That's just an incredible... That's an incredible song. And the video companion with it is so great. I do like that. It's very great. It's a very... Um, it's a very real look at, you know just like what we are experiencing in the world and having to you know learn how to prioritize differently now Mm -hmm. as we grow older um you know just him recognizing man if i wasn't silly with my money i could have more money and just knowing that it's just funny now uh the memes going around about you know what's better than having you know whatever in his credit it's like oh but if jay-z's concert comes out are you gonna make that choice and go to a Jay-Z concert? Well, apparently tickets are like $200. I, I don't... Uh, if I would go to a Jay-Z concert, because I've been to a Jay-Z concert since 04. Mm. 04? 04 or 05. Um, but it would depend on what it is. Right. Like, what, what kinds of song he's going to be doing. If he's going to be doing everything post... I don't even know what came out after American Gangster. Uh, Magna Carta, Holy Grail, Blueprint 3... I don't even think I heard the Blueprint 3. Blueprint 3 is right. not that great. Isn't the Blueprint... No, I'm thinking of Blueprint 2.1. No, yeah. Was Blueprint, that Blueprint 3? Blueprint 3 mostly had Swiss Beats on it. I don't even remember oh, any of the songs uh, on it. I'm not it's a huge not Swiss Beats fan as an adult. It's not that nice. That uh, so, yeah, I, I don't remember... That the Tune is on that. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, I did not listen to that album. So, the last album I heard in full was probably American Gangster. Uh-huh. And then Pieces of Others. Um, and then up until this point, 440, right. 444. So, if he was going to be doing, like, a lot of stuff post-American Gangster up till now, mm-hmm. I I would not be pleased at that concert. Well, Jay's also been picking his spots. So, he hasn't really, like, been pushing out music constantly on, like, on a consistent basis. It's just, like, all right, whenever the mood strikes him, an album comes out. Right. So. But, I mean, I don't know, know if it would be worth it, depending on what his lineup of songs would be. Right. If it's not going to be a whole lot of stuff from, like, the late 90s, early 2000s, I'm going to be bored and upset. That well, I spent that he much may on like ticket. pick, you know, pick and choose one of the, you know, his more famous songs, but it probably won't be like anything super bombastic. Maybe outside of Izzo, that you're gonna Izzo. get. Izzo. That's like one of his biggest songs. I disagree. Like commercially, it's that's not. one of his biggest songs. Can I get a? 
It's much larger. Can I get a is not a song that he's gonna put out in a concert today? Why wouldn't he? Because that's literally him talking about getting ass, and he's a married man with any song with three he kids. any song he no yeah doesn't do it. any song he does is going to be about that. him getting ass yeah and selling dope yeah and then he came out with an album talking about I'm not doing any of that anymore. So he's not going to put those songs out. It, the songs still exist. It, they it's do not exist. him putting them out. It's Well, he's not going to perform in a concert. Wouldn't that be fan service? Yeah. 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 Maybe. Can I get a... Um, I'm just thinking of the volume two. Uh, he can't Hard even not get, Life. He's not going to call Emil. No, he's not. And be not. like, hey, Emil, you want to do this concert What about freaking... Um, Of um, a person, it's probably not his. Memphis? Even though what we do is wrong, freeway? But that's freeway in them. Free- he could bring Jay them out. I don't think he's beef. I don't think he's freeway. I think he's still cool. Yeah, with. he's not anything with Beanie. We're not gonna hear. Beans is done. Uh, we're Memphis not hear from Bleak, Beans. we could hear. But who wants to hear Memphis Bleak? Memphis Bleak doesn't even want to hear Memphis Bleak. Yeah, I mean, I don't think there's any songs in particular that want like, to hear. Like, he's really going to be like, yo, there's an intermission, and here comes Memphis Bleak coming out. Memphis Bleak is! And then, like, uh, no one's going to care. We're gonna I'm already use the exhausted by the thought of that. Yeah. We're going to use the bathroom at that point. Yeah. He's so, not going to really do TakeOver because that's irrelevant now. Nothing not. is irrelevant, though. It's not. It, because I mean, he it can is. do it, and then... You know, and then Nas it doesn't come apply out. anymore. Except, no. oh, I'll bring Nas out and we'll do Dead Presidents. Dead Presidents. Isn't that the song that they did together? They didn't do a song together. He uh, sampled Nas's uh, hook, "Mouth of Presidents," to represent me. Get money. That didn't. Do no, it no, together. no. They did a song oh, together. Oh, did they? Yeah, after the feud. Maybe it is called Dead Presidents. I think I'm I, not. I'm not I even think it's familiar called Dead with Presidents. that. You yeah. could be right. But anyway, so the album's dope. I appreciate it. It's a solid. Three and a half, three seven five out of five for me. I would so. need to listen to it more to give you an accurate mm-hmm. feeling about it. Yeah, yeah. It's just I like I really like three songs on it, and I don't really care for the rest of it. Like the rest of songs. it, the rest of it. It's only ten songs. That's what I mean. So you only like three songs. I only really like three songs, and the rest of it I could kind of pick and choose. There's songs I don't really. There's, there's songs that are skippable for me. Yeah, but and then that, like, you're giving it a pretty high rating. Because I appreciate, I like the content of the album. I like the production of the album. But I you like, don't like most of the album. I not. I never said I didn't like them. Sounds like it. No, I really like the songs that I really like. Like I will take three of those songs and I'll listen to them on a playlist today. But that's it. Yeah, like, but that doesn't mean you like it. Yes, I do. No. They're just, I'm like, oh, if this song comes on, am I going to listen to it? Probably not. That's how I feel about seven of the tracks. But that doesn't mean that they're not good. It's just they're not repeat one tracks for me. There are three songs in an album that I was repeat one for like an entire day straight. I guess. That's what I mean by that. It just sounds like you don't like most of the album. I never said I, and I didn't say I don't like most of the album. Okay. I really like a piece of the album. The and rest of the album the is I. Right. It's alright. Right. It doesn't it's mean three point seven five. No, but the three songs that I like are really freaking good. Okay. So they build, they hold up the rest of the album. I would. I don't agree, but okay. But you don't agree because you don't have a rating system. So I do have a rating system, but if you're telling me that only three songs really jump out of you out of ten songs, yeah, like. If that were a quiz, you'd fail. If it were three songs that jumped out of me out of 15 songs, the album wouldn't be good. 
Jordan. It's a short sample size of it's, it's a third. You like a third of it. Yes. Like, right. As it's opposed to as opposed to a normal album, which is usually 15, 16 songs, and if I only like three songs out of that fifteen or sixteen, then I will only like a fifth of it or a sixth of it, which makes it worse. Okay, the math is great, but we're talking about this specific album yes. where there are ten songs. Yes, and you only like three of them. I wouldn't take those odds only, if they. Oh if gosh. I was told that I would have like a a thirty percent chance of living, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be too jazzed about that. Okay. Even You're if you comparing... like, even if you liked half of it, mm-hmm. half of it isn't great because it's only. So if 10. I only like half the album, then is still is it a bad album? Yes. That's your weird. Your judgment is so weird. How's my judgment weird? Because you're thinking about it in pure mathematics. It's not like yeah. That. It's subjective. There's there's no there's no skits on it. It's all music. Yes. So for you not to so like fifty percent so of the music presented to you, there are songs I like that I would only like as an instrumental because I really then like the production. Then you don't like them. I really like the my production. Nigga, it's not an instrumental song album. Yeah. It's. A rap album. Yes, it is. So the crux of it is the lyrics and the production underscores that. The production if all you want is the underscore, you don't like too. the song. It, the production is part of the overall rating. But no. Yes. Not for That's rap. how hip-hop works. Then it's not it's a good... It's the production first and then the lyrics. Then it's not a good album. The lyrics... That's not how that's supposed to go. How you make the, listen, a beat wait a minute. first. Listen. When you're listening to an album, yes, the production is what gets you first, but the lyrics are what's supposed to keep you. What you're telling me is that the lyrics have not kept you. All you want is the production, meaning that the rap album is not good, but the production is great. I'm not doing this with you. I'm right. You don't have you're to do it. You're not right I at all. Right. It's, my, have, it's my rating. Your rating system is wrong. Your rating system is wrong. I don't have a rating system. Good, because it's wrong. Your rating system is flawed. My rating system is flawless. It's flawed. Flawless. It's terrible. Moving on. Good Lord. Moving You're like, on. I like three of the songs, and the rest I like instrumental for. Yes. Jordan. Yes. That's not That's a, good, a thing. good thing. That's not a good thing. How many albums did you like front to back every single song? Period in life? In life. I can't give you that. I have no idea. So, does it happen more often than it does it? Yeah. You like every single song on albums more often than you don't like I like more than 30% of the album. Plucking your hair. (laughs) Not plucking your hair. Pluck your hair. Because you're mad. 30% of the album is not great. That's not good so, odds. I wouldn't take those odds. So we have Rob K. Black China T news to talk about. I'd be writing up my will if that were my my chances of living. So Rob K. Rob Kardashian and Black China. What are your thoughts? I, I have no idea what any of this is. We talked about it, so stop. We've talked about it off air, yes, but I. And we talked about it with tons of people. But I still don't really. I don't know. Okay, so yeah. based off what I know, right? So Black China. Cheated on him, supposedly. Okay. Um, allegedly, I should say, mm-hmm. with some dude. Whatever, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rob Kardashian decided to put her nudes on social media mm-hmm. because he's a hurt little bitch. Right. And instead of you know discussing these things in private matters, he decided to use his celebrity to try to defame her. Mm-hmm. And basically say oh well, you know he paid for a lot of her plastic surgery blah 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 she used to be a stripper she was this she loves having sex with all the dudes she's a hoe she's all this stuff blah, blah, blah. Right. so 
the issue of um, misogynoir yeah. comes into play here, where um, Rob Kardashian is definitely using his celebrity, especially as a male, mm-hmm. to, white male. as a white male, to um, try and um, demean uh, Black China and uh, abuse her, yeah. basically. So, my thoughts on it. Um, first off, uh, I hate anything that has anything to do with anything named Kardashian or Jenner. Okay. Um, they just, they're such a sucky bus family to mm-hmm. me. And they're trash. They're absolute trash. Okay. But as people, um, I have no idea who Black China is. I have no, um, you know, like I've seen whatever images of her, whatever it is. It, it cool. That's life. I'm not a fan. But... No one deserves to have their private, um, their private lives exposed by people who they didn't give to, who they did not give consent to, and this is what's happening here. So where you have a lot of like those celebrity leak things and stuff like that, this is what he's basically revenge pointing her, mm-hmm. and it's not cool, and I don't like that. So regardless of if she cheated, she didn't cheat. No one, that's not something that you ask for, mm-hmm. and that's not something that shouldn't be a result of infidelity. Yes. So that's my thoughts. That's fair. Uh, I think for me, I mean, I agree with what, everything you said. Um, I guess it's I. I don't really get into the celebrity space too much because I really don't know what's going on with anybody. Like stuff that you and I talk about is usually like TV shows or funny stuff that we see. But like this kind of like um, tabloid stuff, I'm not too familiar with. Right. But I will say. It's uh, enlightening to me the way people are reacting to this. Yeah. Um, everybody is uh, quick to call her a hoe and call her out her name and you can't turn a hoe into a housewife and all these kinds of things. But I don't know if I agree. I don't know if I agree with the way like the way that they're trying to shame her Mm -hmm. um i don't agree with cheating on anybody i don't think that it's ever the answer um she could have just left like you don't have to be petty but once again these aren't necessarily uh the most mature people in this relationship so they may not be going about this constructively Mm -hmm. anyhow right um i don't think it's anybody's business even though he's made it everybody's business. Yeah, he's the one who made it public. He made it public, which is illegal in their state. Mm-hmm. Um, so hopefully she gets some kind of retribution for that. She is seemingly playing it up. Not playing it up. Uh, she's playing their game. Mm-hmm. Because I think a lot... Like, even she was interviewed by somebody, like, 2020... Maybe not 2020, but, you know, one of those sites or whatever, or, or, or uh, TV shows. And she's like, I'm just so devastated what he did and devastated is the perfect word that's a to great use word. Yeah. so I'm like okay she's definitely gonna that's a great victim word yeah exactly I'm yeah. like she's gonna run this thing the way it should be run and her mm-hmm. she hired a lawyer to take care of it that kind of thing right I guess I guess for me and this is a conversation we had um, a, few, a few well I had a few days ago with someone and kind of likening her to um, other uh, quote unquote gold diggers or I guess social climbers would be the more polite way mm-hmm. like a Kim Kardashian like well not necessarily a Kim K 
Kim K was mentioned, but even just thinking about like athletes and their baby mothers and stuff like that. Okay, so those real housewives of ballers. Well, no, Atlanta. just like not not even just like a regular like, you know, my 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 husband or well, my boyfriend from high school, mm. he or college, he got drafted by the NFL. We have three kids together, or he has kids with three different women, uh-huh. and he has to pay child right. support. So the complaint was that why should he have to pay so much? Like, why would he have to pay, like, 20 G? I think I think that's what she's trying to get from him. Oh, okay. Like, 20 Gs a month right. out of Rob Kardashian. Or why should a foot NFL player or NBA star have to pay X thousand dollars? For, okay. Right. And my thing is, I'm glad they're paying. And I say that because... Typically, men can father children mm-hmm. whether they have assets or not, right? Yeah. So, if you have a guy who doesn't have anything to offer, and he's had all these different women that he got pregnant, he's all these babies from the, with these different women, he's not supporting them because he's not able to support them financially. Mm-hmm. So, if these women, if, if men in the, the lower, I guess, class aren't able to do it but there are men who are like superstars are doing the same thing and having sex with random women and having all these babies mm-hmm. and they are financially able to support them they should financially support them right. and I don't care if it cripples them because no one told you to go out and mess around with these people like having mess around s- and then not be there when right. there's a child coming right like if you're that worried about it don't have sex or um, make sure you use condoms or just like be extra careful. Yeah, but yourself. right, but if you're just out here doing whatever you're doing and not thinking about any consequences, then good. I hope that the, you do have to continue for the next eighteen years, pay X amount of money mm-hmm. because hopefully in some way this will be retribution for the women who's who have broke down men who aren't able to pay for anything and they still have to raise these kids themselves. Right. So I'm kind of like a Go hoes. <laughs> Go hoes. Mm-hmm. Like I don't like that word. You know I hate that word. Yeah. Um, I think it's a shitty word. It is. It's a terrible. It's word. a terrible word. Um, I mean, it was always derogatory. Yeah, it's only so it meant was never in a de- used in a positive way. No. And even if you have like Amber Rose who's trying to like reclaim it, yeah. or whatever, or like reclaim slut. Right. It's still a derogatory word. And I think it's like, I think you can only reclaim derogatory words so much. Because, like, mm. we can say nigga, 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 all day lots my nigga, you my nigga, blah, blah, blah. Right. But the first time a white person calls us, you you were nigga, you ready to punch them it's in the face. It's a rap, yeah. Because not to say that you can't reclaim the word, but you can reclaim it and use it how you wish to use it. But once the person who is the oppressor or whoever initially made it a derogatory word uses it against you, any power that you've given it is sucked out because that's... It's still just the stigma. Right. Yeah. So even with using the word hoe or whatever and taking ownership of that and calling yourself that and like living and breathing that, the minute a call a man calls you a hoe or a slut, you are going to want to kill him. Yeah. Rightfully so. Right. So like I said, I really have um strong uh strong feelings about that word. Mm-hmm. I've been called that word. It's a shitty word, it's a shitty feeling. Mm-hmm. And um men aren't ever called that. No, we're not. You know? Not typically. You're not. like, it, And if you are, it's always, he's a man whore. He's right. not just it's, a whore. It's not, it's, there's a qualifier right. in front of it. 
And also, I don't, well, you guys may know this, listeners, but I don't think a lot of people know that. So, you know the word nymphomaniac? Yes. It's specific to women. Interesting. Men cannot be nymphomaniacs. So, what would an over sexualized male no be? No such thing. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting, wow. right? Yeah. So, that's just another example of, I guess, women not being able to be sexually free. And own their sexuality, but men wanting to control women's sexuality mm-hmm. and men having the ability to be what they want to be. So when it comes to this Black China situation, I'm not uh, advocating for anybody to cheating on anybody or anybody mistreating anybody, but I do hope that she wins this case mm. for hoes everywhere. Or just to beat a Kardashian. That'd be ni- that's a nice step. That's just it'd be a step my, in the right direction. That's just my dog in this race. Because maybe then she could like sell the blueprint, right. and they could be taken down from maybe the, from within, from within. Right? <laughs> like this is the secret this to is the, their power. The secret exactly. You know, I'm sure she's seen them put their faces on and stuff. So yeah. hopefully she can help with that. Yeah. So any other thoughts? Um, not really. Um, you pretty much said everything that I feel. Okay. Like it's it's uh, nothing much I can add to it. Okay. It's just for me ultimately. It just it sucks that. Um, my issue is always with like how dangerous social media is now where mm-hmm. you can attack people with it and she's being attacked with it. She well, is. She was attacked They're with weaponizing it. it. They weaponize yeah. they weaponized social media against her. And you have people out there that go, Oh, well she should have never taken a picture, she should have and I'm like, No. If you're sharing intimate you know, intimate moments with your significant other, that's between you and your significant other. Right. Once your significant other decides to make that public against your consent, yeah. that is a criminal act. Yep. That's not something where I should go, oh, well, you know what? I wish I never took the picture. Right. That way, this way. No. If you are in love with someone and that's the way that you express that. Or at least attracted to them. Huh? Or, or at, at least, least attracted to them. You know, like, even them. if it was never right. love, I think they were engaged at one point. Right. But even if it was never love and it was just a physical thing, it was still, like, an understanding. It, this is for your eyes You only. guys are in a relationship. Yeah. I didn't send this in a group text. I sent this right. to you. I sent this to you. This is for your eyes only. Right. And then, of course, you have people that just don't understand the concept of consent. Right. And it's terrible. Well, it also makes me think, um, and somebody posted about this. They were like, well this guy's stupid because now women are going to be apprehensive about sending nudes. Uh, no, think about it. Like, yeah. if, if you think that this could happen to you, what? why would a woman send a nude? Even if even if this were a guy who would, like... He, he's I, ruining he, it for He's ruining else. it for everyone. Even yeah. if he would never post it, he would never share it. Mm-hmm. He's missed an opportunity to get nudes nah. because yeah. these people on social media don't know how to act. Don't know how to act. You yeah. gotta think about what you're doing, guys. Yeah, man. If you if you want to have... You messed it up for all of us, bro. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Sad. So just a thought. Sad, sad. Alright, so we gonna move on along. Um, so, with our hiatus, mm-hmm. we saw a couple of um, TV shows, um, one of which was the Netflix series called Glow. Yes. Um, Glow based off of the uh, former wrestling former wrestling uh, federation called Gorgeous Ladies of Wrestling. Mm-hmm. It started in 1986. This is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically the concept was the same as it was on the Netflix show of uh, women wrestling, a women's wrestling organization. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, they had very like 80s hyper uh, stereotypical characters and concepts and themes on the show and 
uh, the Netflix series pretty much captured the essence of that. Yeah. So, as a wrestling freaking fan, um, this show is great. Um, first off, shout out to Betty Gilpin, who plays Ru- not Ruth, who plays uh, Ruth's friend Debbie. Okay. She plays Debbie, um, aka um, the American, the All American okay. Girl, yeah. whatever. Mm-hmm. And she was amazing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Allison Brie. Allison Brie, who pretty much helped greenlight the show because she was kind of like the star vehicle behind it, even mm-hmm. though. She wasn't necessarily the star of the show. Um, she kind of was. She was a main character, but to me, the star of the show is Mark Marin, who plays the director of the show. He, to me, was everything. Like, I love everything about it. And I like I like Mark Marin. Um, he has a podcast, I think, the WTF podcast. Um, it's, a, it's a pretty popular podcast. Mm. Um, but... He is. He just leaned all the way into this role, playing like a very sleazy '80s movie director mm-hmm. to a T. But he had like a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. Like he was great. Um, so, what I liked about it as a wrestling fan is that it didn't treat wrestling as like this abnormal thing that no. other shows would probably treat it with. Like, oh, wrestling is this real weird carnival circus thing. But it wasn't like that in the '80s. It wasn't. It was very much like that in the eighties. I thought in the eighties you said it was super popular. It was pop. It was at the time of the show that they're depicting, like yeah. in eighty six. It's just starting to to reach a popularity. Uh, I thought it was, it was popular all through the eighties, and then started to things started to like, like taper off. Eighty five, eighty six was when it started reaching for higher heights. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And then it peaked in like the late nineties. Gotcha. Okay, so, that makes sense. So, um, so where wrestling is now in the eighties. Is very much bright colors, mm-hmm. glowing spandex, big muscles, mm-hmm. over-exaggerated characters. Mm-hmm. And um, GLOW was an organization that said, okay, we'll take all of that but apply it to women. Right. And the women are going to have stereotypical characters. There's a um, there's an Islamic terrorist character. Yeah. There's a black character named um, Welfare, Welfare Queen. Queen. There's another black character named Junk Chain. Yeah. There's a, uh, there's a wolf a she-wolf <laughs> you know like yeah there's uh, um Addison Breed decides to adopt a very terrible Russian accent and become well it took her a while to figure it out and don't say too much in case people are gonna watch it cause it is a, definitely a show worth watching yes um so Jordan saying that he's a wrestling fan is an understatement mm. um he's I was trying to be cool no you're not gonna be cool oh, uh damn. he so you're going to just put my nudes out there? Yes, All basically. Right. I'm going to send your nudes. They're okay. not for your eyes only because you post about everything. I do. He, we, I don't... Mm. You going to talk your truth? Wrestling is on pretty much every night. Yep. Um, Except Thursdays, Fridays, and Saturdays. Right, but if, if Thursday, Fridays, and Saturdays there's not something on and I'm taking a nap, he's watching wrestling. I am. Um, we have the, the network. WWE Network. Um, Nine ninety nine. Uh, he walked into our reception with his championship belt. Sure, damn did. So, just to give you guys an idea, like wrestling is his 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 first love. Bailey and I are second and third. Yeah. Um, we're we're equally loved, but if he had to choose, I don't know. But anywho, oh, so I can't answer that question. 
Mm-hmm. I can't answer that question. I know, and I'm not asking you to. Yeah, good. So, uh, so wrestling is definitely his judge. I've gotten into it. I'm the casual watcher. I'll watch some things with him, and mm-hmm. I have commentary and feedback and stuff. Yep. And when he said he wanted to watch Glow, I didn't have any context, and I was like, another show? Yeah. Because, he, like I said, wrestling is on pretty much you thought every it was, night. You thought it was a wrestling Yeah. You know, show. I didn't realize it was a show about the making of a wrestling show. Yeah. A fictional, a, a, fic- a narrative, or like a fictional telling of whatever. Yeah. So when, we, when I saw everybody on Facebook talking about it, non-wrestling people, I was like, okay, this is probably safe for me to watch. Because if this was too much into it, people wouldn't be about it. Yeah. And I have to say, I really enjoyed it. Um, it was really great seeing... I didn't know anybody except for Alice and Brie. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice seeing like a bunch of characters um, who I've never seen before have a chance to do something different. I'm sure they've never done anything like that before. Mm-hmm. Um, it was cool watching their struggles. It was interesting getting feedback, uh, well, the backstory on the different women, how everything came together. It was really, really cool. So if you haven't yet seen it, I would recommend watching it. It's a it's very 80s too oh it's really 80s like, so if you're so feeling 80s. nostalgic it, it, um, it really touched me in a special me. spot yeah. yeah if you're feeling nostalgic it'll definitely scratch that itch for you and like I said as a wrestling fan I appreciate that it didn't treat wrestling like it was abnormal like it was accessible to people who are non-wrestling fans right exactly. so it, it explains um, certain jargon that yep. wrestlers use it explains certain um, themes that we as wrestling fans know and kind of know as common but to the layman, it doesn't make you feel like this world is not accessible. Yeah. And it doesn't make you feel like this world is insane. It's just like, all right, this is just the rules of this universe. Yep. And if, as long as you can follow along, like, they eventually, basically, everyone who I know who isn't a fan of wrestling understands wrestling to be soap opera for dudes. Yes. So it is. that's pretty much it. And, and that's how it's described by one character right. on the show. It's like once they recognized what the draw of pro wrestling is Mm -hmm. it becomes easier for people to understand and digest yeah it's just you're gonna get ridiculous storylines you're gonna get ridiculous plot twists that really have no sometimes make sense sometimes don't right but some you just go with it yeah you know like it's all my children but with tights yes and muscles yes so yeah so glow check that out check it out yeah so we also did our completion of game of thrones yeah binge watch yeah just in time for the season that starts this coming sunday yeah so i mean like i said we're sorry for being gone for so long but we've been doing like consuming a lot of media yes um so yeah we're done with game of thrones mm-hmm. uh thoughts i started reading the books actually yes you did um i like the books mm-hmm. but anyway to the show <sighs> mm-hmm Okay, so I don't remember the last thing we talked about like on we, here. We were just getting to the Red Wedding, but we didn't get there yet. We were literally like... Are you serious? In the season two. That Are was you the serious? last thing we talked about, yep. Look at how far you came. You came My far. My goodness. You came far and away. Okay, so I didn't think the Red Wedding was all it was cracked up to be. I'm not saying that. I say that because... And somebody actually raised a point about why it may not have been... Um, I, I binge-watched it, so I didn't have a year in between each season kind of thinking about the characters and falling more in love with them and stuff like that. Like, I was just like, okay, they're here, they're gone, they're here, they're gone, they're here, they're gone. The way, the, the way people describe the Red Wedding to me, I expected, like, there to be, like, 
I expected it to look like a slaughterhouse in there. I it thought was. there was gonna, I thought there was gonna be like blood pouring out of the walls. Like I thought that like it, limbs would be. It wasn't like that. Even visually, it wasn't like that. So a woman to, got a pregnant woman got stabbed in the stomach. She did, dude. and that was terrible. Um, but I expected like I expected like uh, war or battle level carnage. Like I didn't know if people were fighting in the, at the wedding or mm. whatever. It really wasn't like that. It was really more of a massacre. Yeah. And yes. I expected more people. I expected because I didn't know who was going to be involved in this red wedding. So in my mind, I expected like um, it to. I expected it to be at the castle at King's Landing. King's Landing. Okay. In their like throne room or or in that hall uh-huh. where uh, where a uh, Joffrey's wedding was not Joffrey. No, where Sansa's wedding was to Tyrion. Okay. In that big, big hall. That's the sept. Okay, in the sept is where I imagine it. Okay. And I imagine, like, a high shot with all of these bodies, people decapitated, blood everywhere, blood spilling they decapitated off the walls. decapitated the Blood spilling. I, that's how I imagine it. But it and really... And stuck the Jordan, stick. are you going to let me talk or not? Ah, uh, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. You're so downplaying this amazing event. It's, it, we'd seen a lot of carnage and death and murder before that. Okay. So that wasn't anything super terrible to me. That wasn't the worst thing I'd seen. Mm. I expected worse. Was it bad? It was bad. Especially stabbing the pregnant woman. That's terrible. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. I'm like, I'm telling you, I thought there were going to be like bodies strewn everywhere. Literally like caked with blood like it was in um i forget that guy's name well it was in his place which looked run down anyway so i'm sure it was a dirt floor and the blood was all sucked up by the dirt floor anyway i'm picturing like it was in the sept on these floors or whatever and somebody has to go in there and like scrub the blood out of the floor because it was so bad they're still finding pieces of people it wasn't like that it was not what I thought it was going to be. But not even with the characters that they chose to get rid of. That wasn't big thing to you? I like Kath, uh, the mom, Kat, Kat, Caitlin. Kat, Caitlin. Caitlin or Catherine. Um, I like Kath, I like Caitlin. Um, the, uh, Rob? Rob. Rob, his bum ass, he was wildin'. Yeah, he was. Rob was wildin', so Rob needed to go. Yeah. Um, it was unfortunate that his wife and child were, uh, like collateral damage, but if he had done what he was supposed to do, they wouldn't have that wouldn't dead. have happened. Right. So I I feel bad ish, but not as bad. It's not like it's not like how I felt bad for like Ned Stark because he he did what he was supposed to do and got killed. He died nobly. Right. Um Rob died Rob got what was coming to him. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So that's why some deaths don't... And maybe that's what... So moving forward more in the show, a lot of deaths don't bother me as much. Because they, it was kind I'm of like, expected. I'm like, you deserve this. When people yeah. die unnecessarily or for no reason, that kind of bums me out. So I... Um, who? Uh, what else happened in... What happened in season three? Anything? So then Joffrey died. <laughs> I was in here screaming in pure joy. You were so happy. I was like, yes! I was in here. It was terrible. I was so happy. That's probably the happiest I've been. So for me, when I first watched Joffrey's death, first it was spoiled to me by my uncle while I was while I was catching up. So I was tight. But I would have been tight. But then I'm like, okay. When it happened, I was pissed because to me it wasn't good enough. Like I wanted him him to to suffer. I wanted him to suffer more. I wanted him to get his ass 
beat down, decapitated, everything. I wanted, I wanted a gruesome death. I didn't want him to just, oh, I'm choking, and I'm dead. Like, okay, cool. He's choking, he turned purple. The torture was there, but it wasn't like, it wasn't, it wasn't good enough for all of the stuff that he did. True. It wasn't good enough. Yeah, he was, he was a terrible, terrible character. Yeah, so it was just like, all right, he's dead. I guess that's it. So that's how I felt about his death. I'm like, yes, I'm glad he is dead, mm-hmm. but it wasn't even like a it wasn't even like a Stark that got the revenge. No. So that's kind of like why I felt flat for me too. It was just like it was a power move. It wasn't a, a revenge move. I didn't even care. Yeah, you were just I just happy wanted him dead. gone. Uh-huh. Um so that was great. Um, I love Daenerys. Everyone does. I love her dragons. Her Everyone dragons does. have gotten so big. I'm so I'm so happy for them. They're growing up so fast. Uh-huh. They're grown ass dragons. I remember when they were babies. Yep. Um What about um Ramsey? I'm glad he's dead. Word. Because he like I was telling you, Ramsey is Joffrey if Joffrey grew up. Yeah, more or less. He's just like a sick, twisted individual. Sadistic bastard. Sadistic. He has no... There's no accountability. Nothing ever gets to him. Mm-hmm. He never gets his comeuppance. Because at least with Joffrey, he was acting with some kind of, like, moral code. It was warped, but there was no. some... No, no. Like, like, I'm the king. I demand these things. Like, he was acting with power. So, with him, he felt like, okay, if I'm the king and you disobey me, I'm going to punish you. And the punishment is going to be harsh. Yeah, but like even he if was, he didn't, he even was, if you didn't Joffrey disobey. Was, Joffrey was like the Donald Trump of that show. Yeah, but of, even if you didn't disobey, like, you could just have, like, like, Sansa just was sad. Even, Sansa didn't do anything. No, she but didn't. But he, she became his whipping girl. Yeah. Like, he was like, I'm going to put, he's, what did he say? He's like, I'm going to kill somebody else. Like, kill someone else in the family and then make her look at make it. Make her watch it, yeah. For what? Do you know he what I mean? A, he's an asshole. Right, yes. but it's like you're trying to make but, it seem like he... No, no, I'm not trying to make it seem like he was good or he was good, better. but, like, warranted. Nothing he did was warranted. Not necessarily, no. But he also had his mother mm-hmm. kind of, like, as his... She put a battery she in his back. She put a lot of battery in his back, and then she couldn't control him after a certain point. Well, I mean, that's what happens when you're an incest to his baby. Yeah. But then so again, like, maybe not, because the other two kids were normal. I don't know what the hell was up with him. Yeah, he was just crazy. But, um, so anywho. Ramsey. Yeah, I'm glad he's gone. Mm-hmm. He was a just a sick, very sick, twisted character. Mm-hmm. Um, some things were spoiled for me, as you know, like when Rickon was killed, that was spoiled for me. Because you watched it with me. Yeah. So I knew that was going to happen. I just didn't know which episode it was. Yeah. Well, um, what did you think about that episode, the battle? That was crazy. Battle of the Bastards. I'm so happy they won. Why was it called the Battle of the Bastards? Oh, because they were both, both bastards. bastards. Mm-hmm. I think the right bastard won. Yep. Um, I thought that was really, really well done. It made me really sad. I thought it was over for Jon Snow. Yeah. I think that's how they want you that's to think. That's what they want you to think. Because I'm watching them like, damn... Mm. There are all these bodies around them. He's about to die. He's yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. I should watch the episode again. It's a good episode. So good. It is one of my favorites. So so good. So good. What did you think of when they stabbed up John? Like you knew that he was coming back because you've you've seen. Well, no, I didn't know he was coming back, but I remember people saying after that season ended, 
Jon Snow can't be dead. He can't be dead. Ah! Yeah. And then people are like, he's back. So I'm like, he comes back somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I knew something was up. I knew they were going to stab him up. But they planted the seed that... F- Ollie? Was that Ollie, mm-hmm. yeah. Little boy. Yep. When, that bastard. Mm-hmm. That bastard. He was a little boy. It was a bastard because his family was killed by wildlings. Yeah, he's still a bastard. Um, And he was a kid. So I think my thing is when the wildlings were finally well, accepted into Castle Black, mm-hmm. um, Ollie was pissed. Yeah. Because the wildlings had run they through and through over and, and killed everyone in his town. Village. Yeah. Right? So then for Jon Snow to, to let these people in, he probably felt it was a personal affront. Meanwhile, Ollie killed his girl with the well, arrow. because he thought he wanted him to. <laughs> he was just like, clunk. And she dies. And he looked at her and was like, like yeah. I did, I did it. I yeah. did a good thing. Because he didn't know. Because <laughs> she had him. She, ah, so funny. That was a funny scene. Because <laughs> she, she had him in, she had John in his, in her crosshairs. In her crosshairs yeah. So he thought he was saving his life. He wasn't doing it to be spiteful. Because they were eventually trying, like, she was trying to like, oh, I love you. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Nah. Um. So, when, what's his name, Sam, Sam, when Sam was like, oh, you know, Jon Snow always comes back and he's doing what he thinks is right. And mm-hmm. sometimes, sometimes you have to do things that people may not agree with and know that it'll work it'll out, work basically. Out. And that's what and that's, him to think, yo, from that moment, like, from that moment, I was like, mm, yeah. keep an eye on this one. And then yeah. I don't think we saw him again until, like, that last until couple of episodes where that happened. He was like, yeah, <laughs> So time. Yeah, so then when... They were like, uh, oh, come downstairs. There's a letter here for you. Oh, no, somebody's here for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, why wouldn't they just bring the person up? In my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't they bring the person upstairs? Mm-hmm. And then all of them are, like, crowded around something. Yeah. I'm like, why are they all crowded around? Why wouldn't they bring this person ill or bring this person inside? It's probably wild cold. Mm-hmm. And then John's like, yeah, I'll see. Hopefully they'll send some troops for us. And he walks through. That's not Jon Snow's it's voice. It's not. In the it's slides. not. But I don't. <laughs> You're just doing a jolly. I, I, I read, I read a, a jolly British accent. Yeah. And it's just back in the like trader. I was like, oh, they set him up, and they tried to mark it. I'm like, oh, they set you up, John. Yeah. Uh, and he laid there like, dying, the blood pouring out of his body. I was mm-hmm. like, oh. Yeah. That was a rough one. That was rough. That was that was hard. Yeah. The honestly, even though I hate Cersei, mm-hmm. that shame scene. Yeah, was hard. that was hard. It to was watch. a long scene. That was hard to watch. They walked her through every part yeah. of that town. People spitting on her, throwing garbage and poop on her. Yeah. Like that was a lot. That was a hard scene to watch. And yeah, I was watching that. You know, that was by myself mm-hmm. when you weren't watching it, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, this is eternal. Like, yeah. how long is the scene? scene? Will never end. It was so bad. Yeah, and I like. And, you know, the show does that at times where it makes you feel bad for characters that you originally would have never thought you felt bad for. Like, mm-hmm. when Jamie got his hand cut off and you felt bad for him. Yeah. Because, you know, he ended up befriending Brienne. Yes. And or Who even Right. Or even uh, with uh, the Hound. Like, yeah. I love the Hound. You do. I hated him in the beginning, but he redeems himself over time by and taking I, care of Arya. And I think that is something... That's something any good show will do. Mm-hmm. It it shows once again that there's humanity in everybody. Well, I mean, except for Joffrey and Ramsay. Yeah, they but, were never. Yeah, but for yeah. like ninety seven percent of the characters. Well, you know what, Ramsay, to a point. Uh huh. Go ahead. Like Ramsay was a bastard. All he ever wanted to do was be accepted. 
So he did everything in the name of his father, even though he was wild when with the stuff he did. He still took over Winterfell for his father. Like he yeah, wasn't but, trying to like. But he so he was accepted. His he father accepted, gave him his name, and, but, then, but he was still wild, and he killed his father because he was, his father knocked up his wife and was like, "Oh, it's gonna be a son." And then he got jealous. So he got jealous. No, so I'm not saying that he was always that that he was always good in that relationship, but up until that point, everything that he was doing was in the name of his father's house and trying to, you know, I will be a Bolton. And then when he became a Bolton, he was good until he realized I'm not I'm still not gonna be able to keep any of yeah, this. Yeah, but he still wasn't good because yes, the things that he did to honor his father and to like take over Winterfell and stuff like that, yeah. But we also have to look at the way he was treating other people too. Like he yeah. treated Theon like shit. Well, yeah. He 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 and then he raped Sansa. Uh yeah, that's you know what that's I mean? a terrible that scene. that was before the father died. That before is true. you know before he yeah, knew that he was having a son. So yeah. yeah we can say that the things that he was doing was to or were to um big up his dad or whatever mm-hmm. but really it was just for his own his own his own interest his own interest and his yeah. own desire to be like seek power true you know so true, true. uh Sansa scene oh sorry not Sansa uh the Cersei scene when Littlefinger murked out uh Lisa Lisa Aaron Yo, that was crazy yeah that was, there were so many crazy crazy scenes the scene that made me sad that I was really, really sad about was um, the guy from Dorne. I keep forgetting his name. Oh, Oberyn. Oberyn? Oberyn Martell. Yeah, in the Child for Combat. I was so yeah, sad. That is a... That's that a was one. hard. Because, that's I mean, I should have seen it coming. I should have known how this show does like, things. You know what? Yeah, the show definitely has patterns. That's kind of right. what I Right, I should have seen it coming, but yeah. I didn't... I was just like, yo, he's going to get his... First, I was like, he's going against the mountain? No way. And then he started, like... He started being I'm like, yo, he's going to be the mountain! He's going to be... And he had the mountain on the ground. I'm like, yo, he's going to be the mountain! And he... And And then he moved the spear. And that was the end of him. No, no, you can't die yet. Oh, he won't now. Oh, you idiot. You literally killed yourself. You redshirted yourself. Oh, he stabbed him up. So, one of the patterns that the show definitely does is that when a character is about to die... Like, not even a beloved one, but, like, a character like in that... In general. In general. When a character's about to die, they always have, like, a final moment of, of being wild. Okay, so you're like, right. Like, right, Joffrey was OD before was he died. Wild. Like, it was... They spent the he whole was, yeah, 20 the, minutes yeah. of him just being you a in, dick. Give me the cup. Just being I said, bro, wild the cup Bring me Drop the too. music. I didn't say you yeah. could leave. I'm just like, yo, you were OD. Wild What is happening? happening right now right so they spent all that with him or even with um the battle of the bastards or whatever like ramsey bolton got ramsey. one last shot of being a dick by killing rickon and then having that you know attack strategy like oh yeah i'm not fighting any of this and then he killed the giant like just shot him in the eye just yeah. to be a, just to be an asshole like he I was dying bad. out anyway i felt bad so he's like yeah you're gonna fucking die so then that um Jon Snow had his moment of like Wallen when he was kind of like going off against the wild the the Night's Watch, even though he was doing everything in the name of like being good. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of didn't read the room. No, right? He didn't. You know? He got to read like, the room. Like, bro. Oh, maybe you might want to spend more some more time explaining what you're trying to right. do, right? As opposed to just being pulling a power going out there. Yeah. So there's that. Um, you know, Ned Stark dying on his basically was down on his sword. Rob, basically, like you know. I was bugging out. 
I'm basically just I'm betraying everybody that signed up to fight for yeah, me. Yeah, like because you get I what want you get. what I want, right? And I well, you're gonna get murked, right? So yeah, everyone. Um, Even when I'm thinking about the Dothraki, that um, when Daenerys got uh, uh, captured again. Oh, when they went to um to the Dothraki temple. Yeah. Yeah. And she's in there talking to them, and and she's like, "Well, you know, you guys suck." Yeah. You guys are terrible leaders, and they're like, we're going to rape you, and then all of our men are going to rape you, yeah. and then if you're still alive, oh, of course, course they're going to rape, rape you. you. And she's yeah. like, well, I'm going to go ahead and knock just, over these, I'm just uh, going to set y'all niggas on fire. These pillars of fire. Yeah. And because I am the unburned one. Mm-hmm. I'll just walk out I'll just bitch. walk out. And, and I'll take all your men. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, I I appreciate moments like that. What was I going to say? You, you, you made me forget. Sorry. It's all right. I mean point is i really really do like the show mm-hmm. um i don't know i and i'm learning there's still too many characters like i still don't know who's really whose houses belong to what the fact that all these too characters have cooks? too many cooks the fact that there's a few like only a few houses to focus on now is very helpful but i'm still i still get like arian and egon and Demarkinen you and mean all like the names. Yeah, all the older names of the older people. Because I'm still trying yeah. to remember, like, I'm still trying to see like the usurper and then the Mad King and then their family right. lines. So I'm, I'm trying. That's why I'm rereading a lot of it to try to remember mm. and to put it in my head. But right. their names are so, so strange crazy. Yeah. that it's hard. They, but they are extra. But it's fine. I figure. I hate. I hate. I hate Bran. Bran's doors. He's literally the worst. He's the worst. He doesn't listen, and because he doesn't listen, things keep happening to Everybody him. Everybody, everything keeps getting messed up because he likes. He's a little stupid kid. His mother said, "Don't climb the wall." What do you do? Your ass climbs the wall. Now you're crippled. Fine. Yeah. They said, "Yo, you're not ready. Please don't go into this thing without me." Yeah. What does he do? Middle of the night, he can't sleep. <laughs> I'll you ID you up or you're not up. Oh, let me see what's going on here. Mm-hmm. He makes it snakes his way over, hanging out, looking around. Oh, there's millions and millions of White Walkers. Maybe I should walk up and through these White Walkers. They seem to be frozen. I guess they can't see me. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, oh no! The White King, the King has me. You yeah. idiot! You dumbass! Maybe if you weren't there, the protection spell would have sticked. <laughs> Everyone there died because of him. Because of him. Hodor is Hodor because of him. Like, he is such an idiot. Hodor. Uh, Get the hell out of here, Bran. That is probably my least favorite moment of that show. Damn it. You freaking. That was so sad. Ding bat. Like, go somewhere and sit down. Well, he can't. He's crippled. He, all he can do, you need to stay. All he can do is sit down. You need to have all of the seats because you killed a whole mess of people. I just want to say that I f- it's so great that last year we couldn't have this conversation at all. Oh. Like, I literally was in here crying when Holdar died mm-hmm. and I had to explain to you the entire show right. for you to understand why I'm upset that Holdar died yes. and you're just like, okay, come to bed. <laughs> no, I said, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I thought it sucked that you were but, sad. But, like, you had nothing to offer. No. Because there's nothing. I, I couldn't discuss anything with and you. And because you'd already told me about it, when I saw the scene, mm-hmm. it's the scene still really sucks. It's still it, sad. It didn't make me sad. It pissed me off because of Bran. Bran, yeah. Yeah. Like, maybe if I didn't have it from last year, I would have been sad. Yeah. But I'm just it like. it just happened last Right, year. but I'm like, yo, this guy's an idiot. Yeah. So, um, anything else? About the show? 
do you have any predictions? No. No? No. You're just I'm just I love Arya. I love everybody. Arya. I, yeah. yeah. Like her, I feel her like Revenge Arc is gonna be amazing. Like I kind of wish that I had watched it when everyone else was watching it so I would have time to like form all these theories, right? Honestly, I think it's information overload. Yeah, because you really went through six years of the show right. in like a month. Right. And now I'm just like I don't know. Because that was me when I watched it, when I binged it to season four. Oh, And that yeah. was a lot for me. It's a lot. Yeah. So that's why I think also I'm having trouble keeping characters straight and knowing how Learning, it is. Because, and... yeah, I didn't, because the whole Jon Snow theory, mm-hmm. I didn't know what the hell that was mm. when it happened. Mm-hmm. So when, like, you know, they showed all of it and I'm like, okay, he's not John, he's not Ned's son. No. But I'm like... I don't know what this means. Like, I had no, I, I had no idea. I literally had to like ask people. Like, I'm assuming this is a big moment. I don't know why. Yeah. I need help explaining this yeah, to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So when they was like R plus L equals J, I'm like, yeah, I don't know what any of that means. You that equation means nothing. Uh, it, what's the variable? There's vari- too many variables. There's too many variables. Um, <laughs> does that equal zero somehow? Right. Do I have to do I have to cross y multiply? equals mx plus b. Do I have to cross multiply? What's going on here? Is there so, a factorial? You know, like, like, I don't get it. <laughs> Sine, cosine, tangent. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. So yeah, so I have to have that explained to me. So watching it over with you, like I kind of started paying attention more because I knew more. You know what I mean? And it was helpful because I was able to explain things to you so that you could right. keep up. Right. Because I know how much of an information dump the show is. Yeah, There's I think that's a, what it was. Like the world creation of this this uh show is so vast like there's so much like they have you know this whole ten thousand year history that they have built in and i'm like i don't know what any of this stuff is i just know what i've seen i only know i don't know i guess i know three uh sigils yes i know the the north sigil like the stark sigil the lannister sigil Mm -hmm. and um whatever all the uh I guess the Baratheon. Daenerys? Or... With the, with the, the red... It looks like that's Daenerys's. Yeah, yeah. Daenerys's. That's Targaryen. Targaryen, rather. Yeah. I Baratheon can't. is like a, a deer. Like an elk. Oh, that, that's easy. Yeah. Um, But, yeah. When they, when they send, like, um, ravens and stuff... They seal it with their Right, outfit. and I'm like, who is that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> who are you? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a lot. Um, But I'm just trying to... I'm literally just trying to process it, which is why I'm reading the books to try mm. to help me. I can take your time. Right. You can know who this character is. Mm. I even want to do, if I could do, like, more research in, like, this equals this, this equals that. I may even go back and do that. Uh-huh. It's basic as it is. But. Yeah, that's fair, though. But, yeah. So, so we are going to wrap it up here. Yeah, we had a lot to cover. Thanks yeah. for rocking with us. Appreciate you. Um, looking out for us and staying with us the long way. We yeah. definitely love doing this. We miss doing this. We do. Yeah, this we was uh, very refreshing, getting back on the horse. Yeah, it was good taking a break, but now it's good to be back in the swing of things. Yes, and we're going to make sure we keep giving you that great audio audible gravy every single time that we can. We'll always deliver it. Yeah. By the little fool. Okay, all right. Anywho, guys, thanks so much for listening. Thanks for all the people who have recently liked the page. Yes. Um, we're going to plug social media, so follow us on Facebook if you're not already at... Bougie and the Beard. On Instagram at... Bougie and the Beard. On Twitter at... Bougie, the letter N, the Beard. And um, 
email us at bougieandthebeard at gmail.com. We are available on all um, SoundCloud, uh, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, pretty pretty much anywhere you get your fine podcast to listen to, you can listen to us. And uh, if you have anything you want to hear about or hear from us about, hit us up. Otherwise, have a great day. Word.